Welcome back to Wasted Local Fantasy Football, where we play fantasy football. Fo- we play fantasy football, <laughs> and the points actually matter. I think I used that joke earlier in the year, so I'm you gonna, probably did. Knowing <laughs> you, you recycled jokes, so I do because I'm not smart. Then I'm like, ooh, that joke was funny, but it's just my old age and dementia. <laughs> forgetting that I told it there last you go. week. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's right. You're right. Yeah, so this was another bad week of fantasy football for me. Um, yeah, so... Uh, you know, it's funny. It was bad for me, too, but I still won because... Because <laughs> <laughs> you played Josh. <laughs> Josh Josh is an idiot. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it was like... I, okay, so I looked at his team, and I was like, Mixon's not playing. But... Like I, I was s- watching that like a hawk. For the, for the, from noon to 1 o'clock, I was watching that so hard to see if he was going to change that. <laughs> Well, I said earlier in the year that I had texted him one time telling him that his kicker got put on the practice squad and to <laughs> go pick somebody else up. So he did it. And I said that that was the last time I was going to do that. <laughs> that was help. the last. Yep. So oh, the Burger King must have oh got to God. his head. It was all them Pop-Tarts, man. <laughs> all the Pop-Tarts. I wonder if they're going to come the out with like a burger, like a Whopper, Whopper tart. So I'm gonna call it the Whopper God, Tart. Oh, that would be disgusting. <laughs> Listen, Pop Tarts, Pop Tart. This is nothing to do with football whatsoever. Pop Tarts has some gross Pop Tart flavors out there. Yeah, like, like brown cinnamon sugar or brown cinnamon. That, that you're right. That is the worst, absolute <laughs> so worst. So bad. But no, I, I would not want them to come out with a Whopper Pop Tart. <laughs> I mean, you might not, but there is a market for it, and Josh Unfortunately, would be 100% of the buys. Except I would have to try it. I, well, I'm going to be, be honest with you. I would have to try it. It would be perfect for your YouTube, though. It would be, you know? 100%. Maybe we should Maybe we should like get some kind of like off-brand Pop-Tart recipe and make Whopper Tarts. And, Fuck uh, it. We're going to pitch this to, to who makes it? Nabisco? Does Nabisco make Pop-Tarts? <laughs> I thought Pop-Tart was its own company. It might <laughs> I be. No I don't idea. know. <laughs> it's probably not. All right. <laughs> All right, so I guess we'll go ahead and get into this week's matchups. Uh, not this week's matchups, last week's matchups. Boy, am I out of it today. It's been a weird day, Ryan, for both of us. It has been. Also, Kellogg's makes Pop-Tarts. Oh, Kellogg's. That makes sense. Yeah, duh. Yeah, I should have known that. Or does Pop-Tarts make Kellogg's? Hmm. Cue Twilight music. <laughs> All right, the Twilight Zone music, I should say. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want some shitty soundtrack from the <laughs> early two thousands playing in the background right now. <laughs> Fuck Twilight. All right, so this week's matchups, we'll just start where we normally start. Actually, not where we normally start. Okay. Starting with my game. Hover around genocide, me versus Fresh Prince of Matthew Barry, Bruce. Saved by Nick Foles' awful performance on Monday night, I needed the Bears to score two touchdowns so I could win and like not get any turnovers. Instead, the Bears turned the ball over twice, and yep. Nick Foles was sacked, probably, I think, three times, maybe four times, maybe ten times. Shit, I don't know. But going into this game, it was 113 to 119, and his defense got him 14 points, so I lost. Um, Your defense put up good numbers, though. My defense did great. 21 did, points. Did well, yeah. So before garbage time, 
of the Chiefs game because I picked up the Chiefs defense last week. They had me 28 points. And because of garbage time, they um, they dropped down to 21 points because hmm. um, they allowed the, the like the garbage time touchdowns of you know, 16 total points to the to the Broncos. Um, and then Sunday night, DK Metcalf had the game winning touchdown for Seattle, which would have secured me the win even with. Um, Bruce's defense scoring that many points because mm-hmm. um, it would have been six points plus I think it was like a 25 or 35 yard reception so it would have been a nine nine and a half point ten point play which would have put me up to like 29 points and it got called back on a hold uh, yeah so that happened uh, I'm not too happy about that but I just want to say and I want to throw this out there I think that if there was a best waiver wire week of the year, I think that I would have cracked that this week because from waiver wire last week, who I picked up was Tom Brady, got me 36 points, mm-hmm. Boston Scott, 16, uh, Jamal Williams, 19, um, Chiefs defense, 21, and Randy Bullock, the kicker from Cincinnati, say- got me 10. I noticed you picked up Bullock, and I dropped him because I had to make room on my team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I swiped um, him because I thought it would be a good matchup, and I was, you know, he did he did well. He's been doing well. That's why I hated dropping him, but I didn't want to drop Butker over him because I wasn't sure. Is it Butker or but- Butker? I don't know how to say his last name. I just call um, him Butt Kicker. Uh, okay, so well, he's been doing consistently well for me, and so. The one time I played Bullock, he got me like three points. And so I was like, God damn it. Um, now, granted, he's been doing well. He did well again last week. He got you 10 points. But um, I just, I was like, you know what? Butker's been consistent with me so far. Bullock's kind of up and down. So I dropped him over Butker. Yeah. Probably smart. Good for me. But he's back on the waivers now because I yeah. dropped him this week. Um, but yeah. So Bruce beat me 127 to 119. That. Puts Bruce in third place in the league, and no one liked that. Yes, yeah, <laughs> no one <laughs> liked that. <laughs> All right, let's just let's just go on to your game. We've got Mayor of okay. TDC. By the way, this is Ryan. Did I mention your name? This is Ryan. I don't know that we mentioned. This. Yeah, hi, I'm Ryan. We just started talking about pop tarts and stuff. So yeah, this is this <laughs> That's is Ryan. What I do <laughs> the Mayor of TD City versus Big Booty Cheeks. So rule of something. This was- this is my Josh buy, so yeah. it was a great week. <laughs> yeah. Even though I still only put up 104 points, um, you could have put still up demolished those booty won. cheeks. <laughs> you could have put up 84 and still won. Shit. Yeah. Um, the mayor clapped them big booty cheeks. I clapped him. Clapped him hard. If he didn't trade away Aaron Jones for Devontae Adams, we'd be saying that them booty cheeks clapped some TDs instead. You're not wrong, and it, that would have been I would have cried probably because he did, he played Joe Mixon who was out, and he still would have beat me. Yep. But nope, you traded away Devonte Adams, who Josiah last week said needed 15 reception, uh, 15 um, catches, and two touchdowns uh, to make him worth, and he got 13, uh, you know, catches and two touchdowns. So yeah. receptions, yeah, 196 yards, two touchdowns. 
So yeah. I'm not mad about that. Yeah, and everybody was complaining that that was a bad trade last week. Well, guess what? Aaron Jones didn't play. And guess who didn't practice today? Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. So, but I got Jamal Williams off of waivers just in case. And that worked out for me. Even now, I will say my biggest oof of last week is Cam Newton. I should have oh, played yeah. Drew Brees. Um, Drew Brees got 23 points on my bench. Cam Newton got me negative 0.18. <laughs> yeah, who would have saw that coming though? Like no, even a I bad know, week, yeah. you expect your 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 quarterback to get you like, you know, ten at least ten <laughs> points. Yeah, give me something here. But no, Cam Newton screwed me over last week. Um, and then two, my I picked up Cleveland's defense off the waivers because Indiana was on a bye, um, and they were doing fine at first, but then they ended up with two points, and that kind of fucked me there. Um, so all in all, it just, it was just an okay week for me. I ended up, you know, I still beat uh, Josh, but you know, he obviously played <laughs> Joe Mixon, who was out uh, and didn't even set his lineup. So I mean, it he- is what it is. Even if he played Joe, even, or even if Joe Mixon played, he would have needed twenty-two points, and you know, it, it could yeah. have happened. But still, I mean, you had a good week to have a bad week. So. I did. Yeah, you're right. Um, I'm just hoping you know next week's better. Yeah, I hope so for your sake too. All right, on to the next game. Let's see who we have. We've got Kamar Chameleon versus Pop It and Lock It. This was the game of the week. <laughs> it was. I was. This watching. was the game of the week. I think I was watching this one just as closely as I was watching my own game. I'll tell you the truth. The game of the week, Tyler Lockett, 45.5 points for Linden. Did he beat Roger? Absolutely not. Roger is sitting at 6 and 1 now after beating Linden 145.9 to 136.4. And it's a shame, you know, if if Chase Claypool <laughs> had, had a better week um or you know Darren Fells had had done a little bit better because Darren Fells got him zero points, Linda would have taken this one. Yeah, oh, we were yeah. all rooting for Linden here. <laughs> I mean, Chase Claypool and Darren Fells combined for point three points. So, like, literally, if they would have just had a normal fantasy week, they mm-hmm. he would have won. He only needed nine points. <laughs> like, or you know, if if he'd have played DJ Moore, um, or Jared Goff, he would have got those points. Well, not Jared Goff. No, uh, I didn't mean him. I meant uh, Daryl Henderson. Yeah, well, he didn't. So, Kenyon Drake uh, getting hurt really, like Kenyon 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 Drake <laughs> got carted <laughs> off the field on Sunday. No, I, I know. I was watching. I had uh, I had Kenyon Drake in my other league, and so I was watching that too. Yeah. Speaking uh, of which, speaking you of piece which, of Tyler shit, Murray. No, you piece of shit. You beat me in that league, and you were like, "Oh, you've got Adams in this league, so I'm gonna lose, motherfucker." You beat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. What did I, what was the final score of that? Again, which you said you said last week no one cares about Brace War League, but uh let me uh just uh see here. I got 129 points to your however many you I had. I think I was like 114, but like in the beginning and yeah. you were still you were you were winning hard in the beginning. Yeah. But then all your team was done and I still had Kyler Murray and Kenyon Drake left to play Monday night and Kyler Murray popped off. You went ham. 37 so. points. But yeah, um, Rogers sitting at six and one, still in first place. Um, probably not for long. I mean, he'll probably. I mean, he'll still be in first place regardless if he wins or loses. We'll get to that later. Half yeah. his team's on a bye, so 
He's uh, he's going to have a rough week this week. Yeah, but see, if you're so far in the league, having most of your players on a bye in one week is the best possible outcome than having them it spread is. out. So, but all right, so let's go ahead and move on to the next game. We have I'm a librarian, Bonner, Brittany, versus Jay Jacobs, Jingleheimer, Schmidt, Nathan. So all Nathan needed was for David Montgomery to fumble and then sit the rest of the game. Well, <laughs> that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Um, he was ahead um, by like two or three points going into Monday night, and Brittany had Montgomery. Uh, well, he got her um, up to 102 points, beating Nathan 102.6. Wow. 102.6 yeah. to 93.4, man. Like <laughs> I would have beat Brittany this week. That's how like that's how bad this game was for both of them. Yeah. Like both of them, I, I believe I, I know I lost to Brittany. I don't know if I've played Nathan yet, but I'm pretty sure I did not. I'm pretty sure I lost to Nathan. So I would have beat both of them this week. Yeah. Um, if I'd played either of them. So they both had a, a bad week. I mean and then again, of course, too, Odell Beckham Jr. goes out. So yeah, that really hurt Nathan. Yeah, considering the the game that um, that they had, I mean, the Browns uh, they they beat who, who crap? I this is such a weird week. Um, <laughs> let me let me uh, let me be a good podcast host and uh, pull up who the Cleveland Browns were playing. Um, they played Cincinnati and won thirty seven to thirty four. So if like Odo Beckham in the first quarter. Um, tore his ACL chasing down uh, somebody that intercepted Baker Mayfield. So it's not Beckham's fault. It's Baker Mayfield's fault. Just going ahead and proving once again that he is a terrible quarterback and should be the backup in a peewee league somewhere because um, you just <laughs> took out one of the best wide receivers in the league. Maybe not fantasy-wise, but talent-wise, yes. Um so yeah, thanks Baker Mayfield for screwing up Nathan's week. Because literally, if he would have played that whole game, Nathan probably would have won. Also, Jerick probably McKinnon, would have. Yeah. Also, Jerick McKinnon got him negative points. So, you know, there's mm-hmm. that too. And then Josh Jacobs also too only got four point six points. Yeah. So he had a rough. Nathan just kind of had a rough week. Yeah, but the fact that between both of his running backs and Odell Beckham Jr., they got him a combined four point five points, and he was only ten points away from winning. That's really that's not true. A, you know, like. Aaron Rodgers put up a solid 27.3. Then, you know, you've got Tyler Boyd putting up 22.2. Gronkowski put up 14.7. And then his kicker got him 15. (laughs) Matt Prater. Matt Prater. He's a beast. So, Tampa Bay defense really didn't help him out a whole lot. Which is weird. I mean, I guess, you know, I I watched that game, Las Vegas and and the Bucks, and their defense having five points. They held him to 20 points, but there was a lot of yards in that game given up. So mm-hmm. that, that makes sense. I guess five points isn't as bad. So could have been negative. So it's true. It's very, very true. All right. On to the last game. We have unsolicited Chubb picks versus the chosen one. <laughs> I still um, love that he changed the name to Chubb picks. <laughs> right. Um, so Josiah is slowly fighting his way back into contention, needing a bottle of Jurgens to squeeze out this win though. Beating Michael ninety six point five to ninety four point two because Ezekiel Elliott sucks this year for fantasy and in real Wait, life. Wait, ninety four. Mine says ninety six point two. Ninety ninety six point two. Did they? Oh, yeah, there must have been. A, there must have been a stat correction. Hold on. 
Yeah, mine says 96.5 for Josiah versus 96.2 for Michael. Yep, there was. So that's a super close, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I made this yesterday morning as soon as I woke up. Okay. Um, so there must have been a stat correction there. So yeah, that's holy crap. Like Michael's gotta be pissed. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that makes it way worse than ninety-four. <laughs> yeah. Um wow, yeah. That's um, like my loss to Winden to Winden to Linden a couple to, weeks ago. My loss to Winden. <laughs> my loss to Winden. <laughs> uh let me let me see here. Um, I don't know what was corrected, but something made it. So the corrections this week, Jared Goff um, won, Johnny Munt won, Kyler Murray uh, lost a fumble. So that was one. Michael P. Ryan won and Daryl Henderson Jr. negative one. I don't see. Yeah, I don't see any of that on here. Yeah. Uh, let me look. Huh. Oh, that might be from. No, yeah. Like. Huh. Michael, are you doing something sneaky over there? <laughs> is Michael. Is Michael <laughs> I mean, he's still lost. It's like he changed it to make him win. But yeah. like, because honestly, uh, Michael, I think what really screwed Michael over here is the New England defense. If he if he'd have gotten anything more than one point, he clearly would have won this game because oh, it was yeah. less than a point he lost by. So if he'd have played one thing just slightly different, or if someone had done something just slightly different, he would have been fine. Oh, he would have needed um, Elliot to get um, three or four four yards, four more yards, four more yards. Yep, like literally, that's all it would have taken. Man, that was that's ridiculous. Yeah, I'd, yeah. That, that might is that the closest that we've had so far this season? I think it like point three points. I'm pretty. I would have to go back and look, but I if if it's not, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, I, I think that is definitely the closest one. Yeah, that's crazy that it's that that it's not on the stat corrections. Mm-hmm. Something uh, either that or Michael, I was so tired I just wrote it down wrong. You wrote it down wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a very good possibility. You but, said yourself it's a weird week, so. Yeah. So the fantasy gods almost gave Michael that win with uh, either I screwed up or the thing. It was, I mean, I, it's probably me. I mean, crap. And I was half asleep whenever I wrote this. All right. So that was this week's winners and losers. I think I got to everything. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So as of right now, every week, the guest and myself pick who we think is going to win last week. Who was on last week? Was it Michael? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Michael was yeah, on. Michael was on last week. Um, Michael got four or five. Correct. Yeah. He picked, Suck it, Michael. <laughs> you, picked, you and Josiah both picked Josh over me. Yep. Suck it. Thank you, Daniel. You're, You're the welcome. real one. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that puts the guests at 21 and 14. I got three of five. Correct. Um, because I picked um, Nathan to win, which should have, I mean, that, that, that game, it should have happened. Like the, Odo Beckham getting hurt, all that mm-hmm. weird stuff that should have happened. Um, and I picked myself to win because I'm not ever going to pick Bruce. So, you know, <laughs> I'll take, I'll take, a, I'll take a three and five. That's fine with me. So I'm sitting at 23 and 11, which I think is okay. pretty good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I did this yesterday. <laughs> I should have 
done it more today, but I guess I'll go over the waiver wires and trades as of yesterday morning, even though this is probably a spot that people skip over because it really doesn't matter. Um, basically, I keep it to fill time because I'm a piece of shit. So, <laughs> all right, <laughs> start at the top here. Roger added Zane Gonzalez, Justin Herbert, and Cole Beasley. You bastard. I was looking at Justin Herbert and Cole Beasley. Um, he dropped Sammy Watkins, Joe Burrow, and Mark Ingram. Uh, Michael added Noah Fant, Giovanni Bernard, and the Chargers defense. Uh, dropped Ryan Fitzpatrick, which is smart because he's no longer mm-hmm. the starting quarterback. Uh, which Can we talk about that for a second? I'm, I'm really interested in seeing how this new guy does. Oh, me too. I'm actually like really excited to see how he does. And it's, yeah, it's going to be cool because he's left-handed and it's, you know, you, you don't see a lot oh, of, really? yeah, you don't see a lot of left-handed quarterbacks. So you don't, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name, but Tua, uh, it, it's going to be interesting Tua Tunga Vailoa. Okay. I didn't want to offend anyone out there. <laughs> so I just got a text from Michael. I might have to edit something out of the podcast. So, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. Josh added the Ryan's defense. Added the Ryan's defense. Wow. I'm on another. You're having a, you're having a rough one, aren't you, Dan? I am. My head's in like 10 different places right now. Oh, Michael also dropped the Patriots defense after that poor performance. He did. So um, Josh added the Giants defense and dropped the Panthers defense. Linden added Darren Fells, the Titans defense, and Jamichael Hasty, which is a very smart pickup of Jamichael Hasty because after last week, it seems that he will be taking over the workload in San Francisco um, mm-hmm. since Mostert and uh, was it Jeff Wilson Jr. both hurt, and for some reason they like him more than Jarek McKinnon, who had had a couple good games. Um, but that was a good pickup there. Um, he dropped Chris Boswell, Tyler Higby, and DJ Chark. I added Ryan Suckup, Jamal Williams, Chase Edmonds uh, back on my team, and Nelson Aguilar. Grabbed Chase Edmonds back because um, Kenyon Drake is out for a while. So I think Chase Edmonds will be a good flex play uh, after the bye. Um Dropped Greg Zerline, Andy Dalton, and C.D. Lamb. Literally all of the Cowboys players that were on my roster. <laughs> so, uh, being a Cowboys fan, I am very in tune in what's going on there. And yeah, fuck a bunch of those guys in fantasy right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan, as of th- whenever I did this, the only thing that you did was drop Jerry Judy because of that trade that we did last week. Yes. Um, but I also today, um, I don't, you probably don't have this down. I picked up Joe Burrow today. Did you pick up Joe Burrow? Yeah. You bastard. <laughs> I picked up Joe Burrow and I dropped, who did I drop for Joe Burrow? Um, where is that at? I dropped the Browns defense. Browns defense. Yeah. Yeah. That's a smart move. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to stick tight with the, the Colts. The Colts have been doing pretty decently for me this year. Um, except for, you know, they had one game where they royally fucked me, but like, um, and that was week six against Cincinnati. They got me three points. But other than that, they've, you know, been putting up like generally pretty good numbers. So, yeah. And since they've had their bye week, you can pretty much set it and forget it and just let yeah. it go. Unless there's just like a tough matchup that you know that they're going to struggle. Right. Know? So, 
Um, uh, Brittany added T Higgins and dropped Carlos Hyde. Uh, Nathan added Jarvis Landry, Corey Davis, and Mark Ingram and dropped Odo Beckham Jr., Philip Lindsay, Jarek McKinnon, Michael Gallup, and Joshua Kelly. He's also dropping players uh, from the Cowboys offense because they're not doing anything. And Bruce added Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, or added Sterling Shepard and dropped. Okay, I'm going to redo that. <laughs> you got to redo it. <laughs> Bruce. <coughs> oh, wait. <clears throat> Excuse me. Matthew Barry added Sterling Shepard and dropped Darius Slayton. <laughs> I'm glad I messed that up because I caught there, myself. There you go. There. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll get to the trades. And there yep. are a few trades uh, this week. Um, Lyndon traded Ben Roethlisberger and Todd Gurley to Michael for Noah Fant and Stefan Diggs which Michael needed a running back since Ezekiel Elliott isn't doing anything. Um, so Todd, and Todd Gurley has been doing pretty well, you know, even though he decided to, yeah. uh, for fantasy, he was great, but for the Falcons, he wasn't because I don't, I don't know how much you follow like every team week to week. If they're not, like I, I don't. Yeah. yeah. Unless they're playing for me. I don't, I don't, but I do have Todd Gurley though in my other league mm-hmm. um, that I play. And so that's why I was kind of I'm, I texted Michael. I was like, I'm jealous of uh, you picking up Gurley because I, I like him a lot in my other league. Yeah, I mean he's been solid this year for fantasy. So okay, on Sunday, um, typically you know at the end of a game, um, if you're about to like score or can score, and you have time left. Um, you don't want to get into the end zone too fast because it gives the other team a chance to come back and win the game. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this was the case with the Falcons against Detroit on Sunday. <clears throat> and for every, anybody listening, you probably all remember the huge comeback that the Cowboys had against the Falcons earlier this year where we did the watermelon kick and came back from like a ridiculous deficit and won the game in the fourth quarter. And it's been happening to the Falcons all year. Well, this week they could have won the game if Todd Gurley did not score a touchdown. Well, <laughs> typical Falcons fashion, Todd Gurley accidentally fell into the end zone whenever he was trying to stop at the goal line to run more time out on the clock. And the Falcons lost. So I don't know if it's the first time ever in NFL history, but I could, it probably is. Was well, it a touchdown lost in the game? Yeah, a touchdown lost them the game because they left too much time on the clock, which is just absolutely hilarious. I'm sure it's happened before where a team has gone down and scored really fast and then just mm-hmm. you know left too much time. But in the way that it happened, the the defenders on him were signaling touchdown. Like Detroit was like, Yeah, he scored a touchdown, stop the clock. <laughs> like, you know, they were excited and for good reason, because they drove down the field with no timeouts and won the game. And that just cracks me up. <clears throat> so for fantasy, he's been good. For, for actual football, though, not so much. <laughs> yeah, for the Falcons, he's, you know, he's been kind of, uh, at least this week, he's probably running laps or made to run the ball the length of the field and fall down at the goal line before before getting in the end zone. <laughs> there you go. So, all right. Hey, so the, real quick, before we move on to the next trade, um, as of three minutes ago, <laughs> I dropped J.D. McKissick and picked up Judy again. Probably smart. So Probably smart. 
All right. I really didn't <laughs> want to lose Judy, but I needed to drop someone for that trade that we made. Yeah. And so I'm I just, glad he was still available. Yeah. I just threw in JD McKissick because um, one, they were playing the Cowboys last week. And uh-huh. two, like I was taking a running back from you. So I was giving you a running back. And none of, like, other than Dalvin Cook, all of my running backs were like ass. on a buy. Yeah. On a buy. Yeah. So it was like, you know, trying to give you something that, you know, could potentially get you a few points. You didn't need I it. didn't even play him. Yeah. Yeah. So just so, want to let everyone know that. All right. So next, uh, I traded. Okay. So I was sick and tired of seeing Marquise Brown on my bench, and I had no plans ever of playing him unless somebody got like hurt. Um, because Marquise Brown is just hasn't been good this year. I traded him and Will Fuller for Tyler Boyd um, from Nathan. So that was my trade this week. Um, Roger traded you, Jonathan Taylor, for Tyree Kill. I have Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yep. And now Roger, <laughs> see, like, typically I'd be like, fuck, Roger's got Tyree Kill, but this year it's like, eh. See, that's why, okay, so that's why I did it. I needed, because, like, I obviously traded away Aaron Jones to you, um, and I've got decent wide receivers, because um, now I've got, you know, Devontae Adams, and I've got Judy again now that I just picked him back up. But my running backs are still kind of just meh this year. I mean, Ronald Jones yeah. has been doing fine. Fournette, you can never really trust him. Um, I do have Le'Veon Bell, but he's still kind of just meh right now. Um, and then Justin Jackson is kind of up in the air. You never know. He's <laughs> kind of still also meh. So I needed someone who's going to be consistent in the in my running back position. Yeah. So I, mean, I was willing to give up a somewhat, you know, I mean, I'm going to say Tyreek Hill has been fine. But he's also he wasn't my best wide receiver. Give up that for a decent, consistent running back. Yeah. Um. So and then the only other trade that I mean there was a lot of trades. I think this was the most trades we've ever had in a single week. <clears throat> There's a lot of trades this week. Yeah. Uh, um. The other trade we had was Nathan turned around and traded Lyndon Will Fuller, uh, paired with Miles Gaskin for DJ Moore and Daryl Henderson. And this was a very big issue trade. Uh, we won't get into that, but the Discord was a pappin' this morning. Um, While I was at work. It was a fiery, hate-filled shit show, um, which I'm glad it's over because now I can just go yep. back, fun, back, back to making fun of Bruce as the world should be. All right. So we have done those. We have done the trades. We have done the waivers. We have done what happened last week. Let's go on to this week's matchups. Yep. See, I'm trying to power through this show. I'm trying to keep it like you know consistent. Not a lot of breaks. So we can, yeah, concise and consistent. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, except for me messing everything up. That's okay. All right. You're drunk. I am. I, I am not drunk. <laughs> I wish that I was, but I am not. Um, who are we starting with? We are starting with my team because fuck it. Um, you have your Josh by this week. I have my Josh by this week. So I tried, I was, Josh was trying to trade me. I was trying to get Ryan Tannehill off of Josh, um, this week. And he was wanting to trade me Ryan Tannehill and, um, who was it? Uh, Calvin Ridley, Ryan Tannehill and Calvin Ridley for Aaron Jones. 
and I didn't do it. Um, and he was like, I was like, I see what you're trying to do over there. You're trying to get me Calvin Ridley, who's going to play on Thursday night. Cause we were talking about this yesterday. So I wouldn't have gotten him until, uh-huh. uh, Friday after he had already played. I was like, you're trying to sneak me, sneak me a player in there that's, that's got good potential, but that I can't use him to play against you this <laughs> week. You little shit. And, um, yeah, that was, I was like, you're, you're a little sneaky bastard. And was um, he trying to get from you for those, for those players? Aaron Jones. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. You cut out. I didn't hear that part. So. Oh, sorry. I've been having issues with my discord. Like after so long, my discord just decides to start cutting in and out. Mm-hmm. So, but it's always good on my recording because I'm recording straight into the computer, but I don't know. Oh, no, I'm sure the recording's fine. Yeah. It's just yeah. In, in my side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got to figure that out. I looked at it last night. Couldn't figure anything out because I am stupid. But, oh, we're not getting into the matchups yet. We're getting into the league standings. I forgot okay. about that. So, um, as of this week, unfortunately, I think I said this at the beginning of the podcast, uh, Bruce moved up quite a bit. He's um, in fourth, you said. Yeah, which I was wrong about. He's in third. Um, Shit. <laughs> yeah. So, right now, we've got, obviously, Roger with the solid lead of six and one. Brittany's still right behind him at five and two in second place. And then third place uh, and fourth place tied at four and three. We have Bruce, then Michael. Um, Let's see here based on points. Next we have uh, Josiah making a comeback. He is in fifth place now. So one place back from the playoffs. I am in sixth place, also with a um, three and four record. There are three, or there's four people now with a three and four record. Yeah. Um, right behind me, Lyndon, squeaking out of last place there, uh, up to seventh. Uh, then right behind him is you. And all of these are based on points right now. Um, I'm only four points behind fifth place. Um, unfortunately you are 116 points behind, uh, being in fifth place. Oh, it's okay. I, you know, I kind of, I'm not giving up on this season, but I, I'm taking the season as a learning experience. I'm going to I'm ready to come back next year and just whoop ass. See, here's the thing though, is like, we're only halfway through there's third, what? 13 games. There's I think 13. Yeah. So, you know, we're no, there's potential there. I'm not saying that there's not potential. If my team does what Josiah said a couple weeks ago and gets their head out of their ass and actually gets their shit together, I could have potential here. I could, you know, pull up and start doing well. But Josiah said the best couple weeks ago, my team just can't get it together there. It's and obviously they're not playing on the same team. It's, it's very obvious as fantasy, but like literally it's, it's almost as if they're playing just individually here. They don't want to play as a team on my fantasy team. (laughs) And so they're just like messing everything up. And so they're not coming together and doing what they need to do. And so that's what, that's what, that's what's been my issue this entire time. If my team could just get their head out of their ass, I might have some, some, uh, you know, success, but yeah, we'll see. I think, I think honestly, like, you know, and I'm not here to give fantasy advice, especially to people that are, uh, playing in the same league as me. But to to cure your Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones like woes, get rid of one, uh-huh. one of them. 
Like I've been thinking about that. Because yeah, having two people that have like semi good production, or you know, Leonard Fournette not as much, but Ronald Jones is pretty, you know, pretty consistent. Like I would try to get rid of Leonard Fournette. That way you don't have that that kind of like you're torn between who you think you should start. Who because, I should start, right. Yeah. That way it's like if you know he's got a bad matchup, you know you can put him in your flex spot. Um and then maybe put somebody else in over him instead of being like, well, shit, which one of these guys do I play this week? Cause that, that's just a headache that sucks. Like, right. You know, if Fournette was a for sure backup, like I have Alexander Madison and then Williams on my bench because right. and you got Alvin cook too. So yeah. So like I've got their, their handcuffs. So if one of them goes down, I can play the other one and hopefully they'll get close to the production. Um, uh, but with that, with Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette, that's kind of a toss-up, really, because you know <laughs> that offense they're just using whichever one they feel like they want to use that week. Right. So hey, I'll trade you Fournette for Jones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in eighth or ninth place, <laughs> I mean, I might take Fournette for somebody else, but I would need to trade him. I want to trade him for a running back. I'm going to trade him off. So oh, yeah. I mean. I don't know. We'll, 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 t- we'll talk about it. We'll talk later. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, Josh is in ninth place and Nathan is in last place, both with two and two records. Um, interesting stat. Josh is in ninth place and had had the most points scored against him. Uh, only by 30 points. Uh, second is me. <laughs> He's had 871 points scored against him. I have had 843. Um, and Roger up there in first place has only had 779 points scored against him. So, yeah. But, yeah. So, that's enough of the standings. I'm glad I remembered that and pulled up that <laughs> tab earlier because right now, I mean... <sighs> Typically this time of the season, like obviously, you know, Rogers pulling ahead. Um, like there are four people that are only one game back from playoff contention mm-hmm. um, and two games back from being in second place. Like if Brittany's team keeps putting up 100, 102 points a week, she's probably going to start losing a few. Um if people can score over a hundred freaking points, crap, this was my best week in like three weeks. Crap. This is my third loss in a row. And it's the best week that I've had since my first loss. Right. Um, so, you know, if she's got some running back issues, hopefully Christian McCaffrey will be back for her. Um, I know he's back at practice this week, so maybe that'll help her this week, but Yeah. So let's go ahead and get into this week's matchups. And we'll start, like I said, with mine, me versus Josh. You said it was a Josh buy. Oh, and where I was going with that earlier, um, whenever we tried to make the, he was trying to make that trade and I told him he was being sneaky by trying to give me Ridley, who I wouldn't get to uh-huh. after he played. Um, he was like, it doesn't matter. Like you're playing me this week. You could not have a wide receiver and still beat me. And I was like, well, I guess you're kind of, you know, you kind of have a point there. You're partially right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, as of right now, just like last week, Mixon is projected at zero points and he still hasn't done anything about it. 
<laughs> he is not. But he has switched out his uh he switched out his uh quarterback though, right? Um yeah, he's got Lamar Jackson back in there. Yeah. Um, so right now he's projected. Um I'm gonna go okay, so I'm not gonna go with what's projected here. I'm going to pull who I think he would start in that running back spot and put him up there. Uh, so he's got Latavius Murray and Jarek McKinnon on his bench. He's um, going to start Jarek McKinnon. Yeah, I think Jarek McKinnon. And he's projected at 11 points. So even so, with that, he'd be projected at 99, about 100 right. with the, with the uh, decimals. Um, but I'm projected at 120. Um, even if Joe Mixon played or plays – um, I still think I've got this one pretty solid. I mean, I like all of my matchups, and I've built my team from the slums into hopefully a powerhouse team for a playoff push. Uh, I got, and also too it depends on if Aaron Jones plays. Yeah, uh, he sat out of practice today too. But like I said, Jamal Williams last week got me 19 points. Mm-hmm. I'm I like I like my odds there. Um, Dalvin Cook is questionable, but he has been practicing, so they're very optimistic that he will play. Um, but I got Tom Brady versus the Giants, which I think will be a good matchup. My only worry there is that he'll score three or four touchdowns, get me like 16 points, and then they'll run the ball the rest of the game, which would be good for you, but not for yeah. me. <laughs> um, then I've got Dalvin Cook versus Green Bay. Um, Dalvin Cook's just a beast. So if he plays, I like that matchup. And I've got Aaron Jones, who's on Green Bay versus Minnesota. Their defense is hot ass. Um, the only I, I dropped them hard in Brace Wars League <laughs> when I had them. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty. It was either Brace Wars or my third league I'm in, but I had Minnesota's defense. And like after week one, I was like, uh, no, no, well, no, no. Dude, last year they were a decent defense to have, and then they just, you know, that's not if, the case this year. No, no, yeah, not even close. Um, the only matchup of mine that I'm worried about is DK Metcalf playing against San Francisco after watching what San Francisco did to the Patriots. Now Patriots don't have any wide receivers and Cam Newton was just a shell of Cam Newton. Um, but I still think DK Metcalf has the potential to have a very good game. I got Tyler Boyd from, um, Nathan in that trade. They're playing Tennessee. Uh, on our Cowboys podcast last night, we were talking about different uh, defensive stats, and Tennessee is near the bottom in pass defense, I believe, like twenty fifth, twenty fourth, yeah, I'm not sure, something like that. But so I got high hopes for Tyler Boyd. Johnny Smith is going to give me a freaking aneurysm. Um, he'd have like a twenty point game, a twenty five point game, then you'll have no points. Then 17, then no points, then no points, then 25, then no points. So <laughs> I don't even know if I'm going to keep him in there. Uh, they're playing Cincinnati, so I probably will. Uh, Boston Scott versus Dallas. As I said last week, if somebody's playing Dallas, fucking start them. <laughs> oh, yeah. They make anybody look like a freaking Hall of Famer. Uh, <laughs> Chiefs defense versus the Jets. Really like that one. Um, they might have another big game. And then I'd expect that out of them, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but over to Josh's, um, let's say he does start uh, McKinnon. 
Uh, they're playing Seattle. Seattle's got a terrible defense, so uh, that could be good for him. Carlos Hyde is playing San Francisco. So we would both be playing, uh, if he plays McKinnon, we'd both be playing running backs that are playing against each other, which I think is great. Um, Carlos Hyde is questionable as well. Uh, he's got Lamar Jackson versus Pittsburgh. Um, I don't watch Pittsburgh, so I don't know exactly how their run defense is. Um, I've got them. Uh, I got their defense in one of my other leagues, and they're they're not awful. Like they're they've been pretty consistent this year mm-hmm. um, as far as defense goes. So I've had some games where they put up some pretty big points. Some games where they put up you know not as big points, but they've also. I've not had a game where they've significantly let me down this year. Yeah. Um, and also goes to say too, that they are, they're the only undefeated team still right now, six and zero. So they're doing something right over there. Yeah. Um, he's got Amari Cooper versus Philly. Um, Philly's kind of beat up, but Philly's got a great defensive line and Dallas has a rookie starting at quarterback since that douchebag from Washington or whatever, whatever his name is, um, knocked Andy Dalton's head off on Sunday. And I believe that Ben DiNucci will be starting um, because I don't think that uh, Dalton's going to clear concussion protocol. But the upside of that from watching the Dallas game, the only person that DiNucci was throwing the ball to was Amari Cooper. He only threw three passes um, in that game because he came in late. But uh, he's got Calvin Ridley tonight, actually in 25 minutes uh, versus Carolina. Uh, Calvin Ridley could put him up some good points. Uh, Jared Cook, Robbie Anderson. Oh, Robbie Anderson's playing tonight too. Look at that. Yeah. Um, against Atlanta. So uh, if those two put up a lot of points, I might need to rethink uh, life. Um, <laughs> Packers defense versus Minnesota. Hopefully, 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 Dalvin Cook runs all over them and gets him crap points because uh, that would be good for me and bad for him. And then kickers are kickers. His kicker is playing Cincinnati. So probably have a good game. <clears throat> We don't have to go in that in depth about every game this week if you don't want to because I just know I just know my team and know – Yeah, it was your team, <laughs> so I'm not surprised you went that in depth on it. So obviously I have myself winning this game. Um, yeah, I'm going to agree with that. I as, as much as I could see, you know – Obviously, I'm going to assume Josh is going to learn from his past mistakes and cha- take Mixon out of this lineup. Um, and if he puts McKinnon in there, he has a, a stronger chance. But at the same time, too, I think you're right. I think, you know, Dalvin Cook's going to have another a great game. I think Tom Brady is also going to put up, as much as I hate to say this, I think he's going to have another, another good game here out of him, too. My only concern... Um, on your team, I think right now is Johnny Smith. Yeah. He's been kind of struggling <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Um, but again, if you've got you got Boston Scott in there against <laughs> Dallas, so that should be fine. And then, of course, too, I think the the Chiefs are going to be solid again this week for you. So, out of you, you have a lot going for you. This is your game to lose, I guess I should say. Yeah, you oh, for sure. You are going to win this one. But Josh still has. If he takes Mixon out and puts uh, McKinnon in there. And, you know, Robbie Anderson and Calvin Ridley uh, do well. And then, you know, Carlos Hyde and them playing against each other do whatever. He has a solid chance, but I'm still going to pick you mm-hmm. over Josh. Yay. It's unanimous. I'm going to win this game. Josh even <laughs> thinks so. It he is told decided. Me himself. <laughs> yeah, it is decided. 
This is the way. All right. Um, let's go ahead and move on to – let's go to your game. Let's just talk about your game for a bit. Then we can just you know fast forward through all the other games because nobody cares. Okay. Um, all right. So you're playing Michael this week. I am. I'm excited. <laughs> and <laughs> This is a close game right now projection-wise. Yeah. yeah. As of right now, it is a 50-50 win probability. 108.3 to 108.1 in Michael's favor. Yep. So, and so again, that happened because I traded out Tyreek Hill uh, for Jonathan Taylor. It was in my favor, but then the projections changed, um, and everything. Here's here's my hope. So, um, I'm really hoping, and again, too, I can't, you know, take last week's scores and say they're going to do the exact same thing again. But Joe Burrow put up 33.6 points last week. I'm hoping he can at least give me 20 points um, because I don't think Drew Brees, I've got him as on my bench. I don't foresee him putting up a lot of points against um, who are they playing? Chicago. Chicago. I don't see them putting up a ton of points against Chicago. And Cam Newton, I'm honestly kind of scared to start him right now, especially against Buffalo. Um, so I don't know. I'm kind of hesitant to start either one of those. So I picked up Joe Burrow, hoping for the best from him. Um I'm also, you know, again, just hoping that Ronald Jones and Jonathan Taylor do well for me. I would love to see Devonta Adams put up another 38 points. The very good um, possibility because Minnesota's pass defense is hot ass. Yeah, so I could be eating so, crow again two weeks in a row if if Aaron I mean, Jones. If, <laughs> if Devonta Adams and Joe Burrow can put up the points they put up last week, this game's mine. Oh yeah. Um, and then two, I've also mm. got Judy in there as another wide receiver. He did not the best last week, but also, too, he's been doing okay. I mean, he's the best of what I've got right now. I could start uh, Tim Patrick. I just don't know. I'm going to flip back and forth between those two. I'm not sure who to start on that one um, in my second wide receiver spot. But then I've also got Justin Jackson in my flex. So I've got stuff I can work with. I just need to kind of – I'm going to have to have my toilet tinker time. To, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. to figure out who I'm starting by Sunday. But obviously, um, I'm picking myself because fuck Michael. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Michael's got Matt Ryan, Todd Gurley, Julio Jones all playing tonight. Um, so honestly, like there's a very good chance you'll know whether you're going to win or lose. After what I need to do evening. by Sunday, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> the thing about that is... Matt Ryan could throw a bunch of touchdowns to Julio Jones, um, but that would eat into Todd Gurley's numbers. Todd Gurley could also, or Matt Ryan could also throw a bunch of touchdowns to Calvin Ridley, leaving Julio Jones with a few points, um, or they could get down to the goal line and Todd Gurley could just run a couple in. Um, So that in itself, having all three of those players could hurt Michael. I doubt that it will because of the caliber of players that they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't watched any Carolina game this year, so I don't know how the defense is. I haven't really paid close attention to them. Um, but he's got Richard Rogers from Philly starting in his tight end spot, um, which honestly, even though Robert Tanyan has been up and down, for Green Bay, Richard Rodgers is probably a better play there for him because it's Dallas and, you know, 
or Dallas. Right. Um, he's got Elliot versus Philly still in there, um, which is, you know, you draft him, you know, first, your first pick overall, and then you get this kind of production out of him. Um, there's a good chance that I, if it was me, I might move uh, Giovanni Bernard into that spot instead and actually bench Elliott for a week, uh, especially if uh, Mixon is out because then Giovanni Bernard will get those touches. Right. But um, like I said, I made this yesterday morning whenever I first woke up. So even whenever you still had Cam Newton in your lineup, I looked down through your quarterbacks and figured that you would start Drew Brees. Um, and even before the trade, um, I didn't, I saw the trade that you guys had made. I didn't take that into account, not having Tyree kill. I still picked you to win this game mainly because Michael needs to lose. So it makes my chances of getting up into the top four better. <laughs> so I picked you kind of the same that I picked Nathan last week. Uh-huh. Um, because Just you need it to happen. I need it to happen. I'm trying to willing it into, uh, maybe I shouldn't do that. Maybe I should pick Michael to win and I need Michael to win. That way he'll lose, and then you'll. That win. way he'll lose. Yeah, yeah. Let's. I, you know, I'm still, but but for our stats, I'm I'm picking you to win. <laughs> okay. Um, but no, like I I think that because uh, Elliot hasn't been performing. Um, I think this was also before Michael got Todd Gurley in there too. Um, so I wasn't accounting for that. Um, but yeah, I think I think you're gonna pull this one out. Um, I think you're gonna. I think it's gonna be another one of those games that's super close. Yeah. So I honestly think that Devontae Adams will be your saving grace. I think he'll have like 25 points at least against Minnesota. Um. So. So yeah, I think I think you I think you'll pull this one out. Except for your Evan Ingram in at tight end, I'm not a fan of that. Um, you don't. I know you don't have any other options. Yeah, um, I, I picked up – I got Dallas Goddard in a trade way back in the beginning, and then he went out, and so I've had no other tight end option except for Ingram. Yeah. So – and he – and Ingram's been – he's not got me one point, one game over 10 points. It's just I don't know what to do with him. I can't I, – I don't know. My tight end has been an issue. Also, Roger – It's never of my tight issue. end issues. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, speaking of, of that, though – Roger did propose a trade with me earlier this week before we traded Tyreek uh, Hill for Jonathan Taylor. He offered me Jonathan Taylor and uh, Travis Kelsey um, for Devontae Adams. But then he pulled that trade immediately. Like He offered it and then pulled it immediately. I wouldn't do that. I wasn't going to take it. I'm just saying he he offered it and then pulled it immediately because I think he was just like, no, because I don't think he wanted to get rid of Kelsey. Yeah. I think that if Adam stays healthy, you'll never have to do anything. He, he'll stay in your wide receiver one spot and get you 17 to 30 points a week. Right. Then, of course, I trade him away. But, hey, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm you're, okay. You're okay. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. Um, even though it would have won me last week, but, uh, you know. It, it, you know, you're right. It would have. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... Let's go ahead and uh, move on to the next game. We'll just move up the list here. We have okay. the Fresh Prince of Matthew Berry versus Camara Chameleon. I think it's the first time I have said that right all year because his name is Camara, not Kamara. Camara. Oh, is it really? <laughs> uh, well, according to him, I think 
last year and somebody asked him about it, what, how to say his name. And he says that even his, his mom says it differently than he does. So it's either Kamara or Kamara. So I guess even his own family says it's, uh, says it different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So since that, what's up? I was going to say, I find it funny that, uh, Bruce has dropped Edward Hilaire down to his flex. Yeah. I mean, I get it. He's he's projected the lowest points of his running backs, but still. Yeah. Um. I mean, at least he put him in his lineup this week. He didn't even have yeah. him in his lineup last week. But Mike Davis has been hot butts for him. Um, James Conner has actually been decent as a fantasy running back, as much as I hate to say it uh, for Bruce. As of right now, um, Bruce is projected to win, but – Roger also has an empty spot on his roster. Right. I was going to say Roger still hasn't filled in uh, the running back spot from Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah. And I'm assuming that he is going to be putting Joshua Kelly in there at running back. He'll also, he'll also probably be switching out uh, Cole Beasley with Tyreek Hill. Yeah. And he'll probably, he might actually even move Cole Beasley down to his flex because right now he's got two tight ends in, one in his flex. Um, True. Even eh, Maybe Hunter Henry is playing the um, the Broncos. So <clears throat> I don't know. Like I obviously can't give a solid prediction until I can really see what Roger's going to do with his team since that trade went through. But regardless – I'm going to keep this trend, and Bruce is going to lose. Um, Roger wins. Because honestly, like in the grand scheme of the league, Roger winning out is fine. But those people that are four and three and three and four and five and two or whatever, those are the teams that I need to lose because that pushes me further if I can win because if they keep staying one game ahead of me, I'm never, you know, there's no catching up. Right. So for mine and your sake, Ryan, we need Bruce to lose and we need him to lose big so we can catch up in points, even though I'm not far behind him in points. Um, you're pretty far behind, but, um, I need to score like 170 points and he needs to score like 80. (laughs) Um, so, So, yeah, I'm picking Bruce to win um, for the simple fact that I need uh, – or I'm picking Roger to win. Right. I should edit that out because I <laughs> Easy to cut that, that out before. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in and record that real quick so we have – I want Bruce <laughs> please, to win. <laughs> please, no. Uh, pick Roger to win because obviously for the stated reasons, reasons before, I even picked that yesterday morning that Roger would win because <laughs> Bruce sucks. That's what it says right here. Um, <laughs> because Bruce sucks. Yeah, and especially because he beat me last week. So, you know, I'm I'm, um, I'm angsty. So I agree. I think Roger, once he fills in that empty running back spot, once he switches around his wide receivers, um, I think he'll he's going to pull this one out again. Uh, as much as I hate to see Roger win, I'd hate it more to see Bruce win. Um, so I'm going to pick Roger on this one as well. Yay. Everybody pick against Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) 
and I'm just kidding. I don't. I really don't care if Bruce wins, other than the fact that what you said is right. If he, I need him to lose so I can, you know, raise myself a little bit at least. Yeah. So, solely out of selfish reasons here, and nothing <laughs> against Bruce, I'm picking Roger oh, over Bruce. I'm a hundred percent just against Bruce. There's this. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but. Yeah, so we've got <laughs> we've all got we got the same picks this week. Um, I'm gonna pick the next person just opposite of whatever you say. So okay, all right. So that way, not all this same. <laughs> we're gonna go with uh, Lyndon Poppet and Locket versus Brittany. I'm a librarian, Byroner. As of right now, Lyndon is projected to win one thirteen point seven to one hundred one point three. Um. So Puppet and Lockett has Jared Goff versus Miami. Um, so Miami's had a sneaky good defense this year. Um, it's really his only play, though, because he has Deshaun Watson on a bye. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also got the Arizona defense on a bye. Yeah, so he's got the Broncos versus the Chargers. Um, Broncos defense is typically good, but not last week, letting – I mean, it was the Chiefs, but they scored like 40-some points on them. Um, and the Chargers' offense is sneaky good this year. So he's got Robert Woods uh, versus Miami. I don't really like that matchup. Stuff on Diggs versus New England, that could actually be pretty good for him. Tyler Lockett went ham last week. Didn't, didn't matter mm-hmm. for London, but he went ham. Um the thing with Brittany's team is that Chris Carson is questionable. Um, right now, he is projected at zero points, which being Thursday, it means he's probably not going to play. Um, so she'd have to sub in James White again versus Buffalo. That's tough. Um, and that won't do her any favors, probably. No. And even if it does do really, really well, she's got the Bills defense. So could lose her a couple points there, but um, Patrick Mahomes versus the Jets might be her saving grace. If she has a chance to win this game, it's going to be Patrick Mahomes and Adam Thielen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think T. Higgins could have a sneaky good game against Tennessee, but, man, she's going to need some big points from those people because her running backs won't do much this week. Um, I'm, I'm taking Lyndon to win this one. Um, I don't. God, I was gonna pick Lyndon on this one too. <laughs> it's it's okay to it's okay to 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 agree on all of them. It's okay because we'll probably disagree on the next one. You're right. So. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna pick Lyndon on this one too. Because uh, what I mean, you said it all already. Brittany's got a, a lot of hard matchups, and on top of that too, she. Uh, there's a lot of questionable things going on with her team. So, and the most questionable thing she's ever done in her life is marry my brother. All right, <laughs> on to the last game of the week. <laughs> we have unsolicited chub picks versus. It sounds so much worse than Dak picks. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you know, it's hilarious, but oh, it is. But oof. Yeah. Okay. Uh, unsolicited Chubb picks versus Jay Jacobs Jingle Heimer Schmidt. Um, 
Right now, the projected score is Chubb picks 121.2 to uh, J. Jacobs, Jingleheimer, Schmidt, 111.3. Um, oof. I have yeah, not it's looked a- at this one since the trade went through. Um. Rob Gronkowski is coming back to like all, not like, you know, peak Rob Gronkowski years, but, but um, he is coming back and doing some damage. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's back into kind of, kind of football shape. So Tom Brady's trusting him more with the ball. I watched that game on Sunday, like I said earlier, and he was getting a ton of passes thrown to him. Uh-huh. Um, and Nathan is pulling the double tight end stack at flex as well with Mark Andrews, which is not a bad play at all. Um, Josh Jacobs though, Josh Jacobs has been a super big letdown. I think his, his first round pick and his second round pick, I believe it was, uh, Saquon Barkley who got hurt and then Josh Jacobs and Josh, Jacobs, Josh Jacobs, you know, he had that one game early in the year that was like a three touchdown game or something like that. Um, he but, had his very first game. He had 33 points and then week five, he had 21. Yeah. So he's he's been very hit and miss. Um, but yeah, like but like last week he had four points. Week four he had eight. Week three he had seven. So I mean he's when he when he goes off he goes off. But then at the same time he's yeah. down a lot. Yeah, and I think the the Raiders have had if they're not playing from behind they've had very close games to where they've had to lean more on the passing game. I think against Cleveland though. Um, with Odo, with the threat of Odo Beckham not there, and with Baker Mayfield being a piss poor excuse for an NFL quarterback, um, <laughs> I think that they'll probably get up early and lean on Josh Jacobs more later in the game. And I think he'll he'll have a good game this week. Um, Aaron Rodgers versus Minnesota is going to get Nathan a ton of points. Um, yes, yes. Mike Evans. Now, Mike Evans has also kind of been the same as Josh Jacobs. He's had his couple touchdowns here and there. He's been up or down. But this week, Chris Godwin is out, which I forgot to mention uh, that when we were talking about Bruce. Uh, Bruce's top two wide receivers are both hurt. Um, Allen Robinson and uh, Chris Godwin are both uh, – Chris Godwin is out. Um, Allen Robinson is dealing with a um, concussion. And – uh, so Mike Evans, that that bodes well for Mike Evans. Um, but what Mike Evans doesn't get, Rob Gronkowski will probably get, mm-hmm. um, which could kind of hurt him the same as it did last week, where Rob Gronkowski got you know all the passes thrown to him. Mike Evans had like one catch or something like that. Um, the Buccaneers defense versus the Giants. Uh, Daniel Jones likes to turn the ball over. Um, he literally let the Dallas defense score a touchdown. If that is any <laughs> indication as to how much Daniel Jones turns the ball over. Um, I think Nathan's got a very good shot at this one. Um, but let's go over to Josiah's team. Uh, he's got Josh Allen versus new England. Now Josh Allen's been struggling. And if anybody knows how to make a quarterback struggle, especially a divisional quarterback, it's bill Belichick. Um, I think that even with the state of New England right now 
and how they are, I think Josh Allen's going to struggle a bit this week. Um, just because you know divisional games are always tougher. Um, they know each other better. Right. They scheme it up better because those games are the most important games of the year. Um, so I think Josh Allen will struggle this uh, this week. Um, I think Derrick Henry will probably have a big game. Um, DeAndre Swift, I think, is going to be a huge bust this week against Indianapolis. Um, I don't think that he'll have more than five points, to tell you the truth. That's my personal opinion, you know. So no, I that's I honestly that was my biggest thing on uh, Josiah's team right now was mm-hmm. DeAndre Swift, especially against the Colts. Like it's gonna, yeah, yeah. Um, AJ, it's gonna be rough for him. Uh, AJ Brown is questionable. I haven't looked. Let me uh, let me look at that real quick and see. No, he's still questionable. Um, um, he did not practice today. Okay, yeah. So that's not good for Josiah if Brown doesn't play. He will have to throw in um, like Deontay Johnson um, or Mike Williams. Probably Johnson would be his play, but they're playing Baltimore, so I don't like that matchup at all. Um, Justin Jefferson has been a freaking stud this year. Um, George Kittle. I heard something about George Kittle earlier that I think since – what was it like since like week five or week the first five weeks? I forget. Anyway, he's he's one of the top scoring fantasy players. Um, he's playing Seattle, and Seattle's pass defense is poopy. Uh huh. So he could have a big game. Uh, Melvin Gordon versus the Chargers, um, a decent flex play. He's got the Steelers' defense versus Baltimore. Um, I don't think the Steelers' defense is going to go ham like they normally do. Uh, it's a divisional game. I think it's an, this this game is probably going to be a lot closer than a lot of people think. I think that um, I think that Baltimore will be able to move the ball on them fairly well. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like I know the projections are ten points apart, but I honestly think this is a pretty close matched game. Tell you the truth, and it could really go either way. Yeah, I'm not sure who to take on this one. I, I think you're right. It's it's very close. It's going to be like, as of right now, yes, just size one in the projections, but um, I think it's going to come down to be almost a 50-50 game like mine and Michael's will be. Mm-hmm. And who you taking? Who you taking? Because I've already got mine written down. I had it written down yesterday morning, so. I'm going to take... I'm taking Nathan over Josiah on this one. You're taking Nathan? Yeah. Well, let's I think Gronkowski's going to come back. I think Gronk's going to do well for him. I think Jacob's going to have a good week here. Um, I think he'll do fine against the Browns. Um, it's, it's you know, I think Roger's going to have a fine game against Minnesota. It's DeAndre Swift that's making me nervous. And then I don't know what rumor you heard about George Kittle, but I'm not sure. And then Pittsburgh too, like I said, they're, they are very much, they're, they're solid, but they're also like the defense, the past couple weeks hasn't been doing the best. Yeah. So I'm taking Nathan over Josiah on this one. All right. Let me go over to my notes real quick and scroll up. I picked Josiah to win this one. Hey, so, you picked correctly by getting one away from us. So, 
Um, so it wasn't all the same picks we did pick. It wasn't all the same. Yeah. Um, there goes Julio Jones for a catch. First catch of the game, Julio Jones. So that's good for Michael. I'm sorry. (laughs) You know, you'll have that on them bigger jobs. Yeah, you'll have that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Jesus Christ. He already got six points. (laughs) Does he really? (laughs) Yeah. All from both of them. No, no, no. Julio Jones has six points and then Matt Ryan's got two. Oh, damn. I must be a Julio Jones has two receptions and 52 yards already. (laughs) All right. Can I go back and change my predictions? (laughs) Nope. Fuck you. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And I don't know why I'm saying like because you can't like a podcast. (laughs) Go ahead and like and subscribe. Um, It's YouTube on podcast. I do too many YouTube. Actually, I don't do enough YouTube videos, but subscribe. We need to make more YouTube videos. We do. I have not made a YouTube video. I've made one since I've been in Virginia. It's been almost two months. So, yeah. Wow. I need to get on that shit. Um, so, uh, before we go, tell everybody where they can find you on your social media, Ryan, so they can enjoy what I enjoy on a daily basis. Uh, if you want to find me on social medias, you can find me on Instagram at the Rye guy. Uh, you can find me on Instagram also, or on podcast at final girl podcast. I host that show. Um, you can also follow my TikTok uh, at Ryan Turner underscore. So <laughs> I want to <laughs> plug my TikTok on here. So I was, so told, that's, I was yeah. told yesterday that I needed to make a TikTok for the, uh, um, absurdly horny dog that is in this house. Oh. <laughs> um, so. yeah, honestly, that would go that would go viral pretty quick. I feel like if you just yeah. updated like every day, <laughs> just that dog humping something with the, some kind of music behind it, it'd be hilarious. Yeah. I'm thinking about it because it's like every morning, whenever I wake up <laughs> and I get my coffee and I sit on the couch for a bit, uh, here comes that little green stuffed bear <laughs> called Scout. And, uh, yeah, it's just pound town for about 20 minutes <laughs> and then randomly throughout the day, but every night at dinner, you know, we, I mean, and, and we never eat at the same time. It's anywhere between like five 30 to like six 30 ish. Um, he just, I don't know if it's the smell of the food or if it's the <laughs> fact that we're all, cause we all, I'm down here with my brother and his two kids. And all right, so I don't know if it's like all of us sitting at the table, but like he could at least, you know, have the decency to like fuck off to another room. But no, he's nope. just right next to the table going at it. So you hear it like clicking the nose, like, you know, if he if he's feeling, you know, if he's feeling it from behind, then the face, so the the hard plastic nose of that doll's just smacking the ground with every thrust. It's gross. God so, dang it. You're all welcome for that visual. There you um, go. <laughs> thanks for listening. And tune in next week, and uh, I'd say go Cowboys, but fuck it. (laughs) We're getting out of here. Thanks for listening. Bye. (laughs) Bye.